0: This is New England Patriots running back and three-time Super Bowl champion James White. You're listening to The Two-Minute Drill. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Two-Minute Drill. Uh, Unfortunately, we had to take a little break. Um, You know, Patriots were in kind of a weird point in the season, taking their break before training camp and, you know, not quite enough news to be doing a weekly show at that point. But boy, oh boy things came to a head yesterday DeAndre Hopkins the guy the free agent that you know we've been watching closely these past few weeks Patriots fans getting really riled up and excited to get him but it will not be he chooses the Tennessee Titans he's signing a two-year 32 million dollar contract 26 of it is guaranteed Kev what are your thoughts on this move
1: um, Dan, it's tough. I'm not going to lie to you. And I just got to say it before I go into it, I'm glad to hear your voice again. Cause the last podcast <laughs> that we did, you got cut off. Yep. Um, but it, you know, it sucked. Um, you know, I didn't think that Hopkins would actually sign so soon. I think like, obviously training camp's next week, but you thought that you would wait for the Chris Jones extension to happen. And then maybe he was going to go to Kansas city because it didn't seem like new England or Tennessee. were going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But then Tennessee laid out that contract and it sucks because we have the cap money. We extended Devontae Parker. We extended Jerome Bentley. We created cap space. So it sucks to see that Hopkins went for that 226 even though he can get up to $32 million with incentives, but I don't know what's going on with Bill, man. Are we in a rebuild? Does he just think that that wide receiver rim is good enough? Like, we don't need a wide receiver one. So it sucks to see him go to the Titans. Now his career is probably going to fall apart because that's what usually happens to these guys that go to the Titans. Mm -hmm. So it's tough to see.
0: Andre Johnson, Randy Moss.
1: But, dude, it's like Ryan Tannehill, bro. Like, are we for real? Like, unless you're going to get Will Levis or Malik Willis. But either way, I don't understand understand it from his point. But I guess it's just all money. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, I think it's all money. Uh, In my opinion, I think what happened was Hopkins, you know, he went in and he was like, all right, Titans and Patriots have the interest, take the visits there. Then we get this break before training camp, you know, I'll take all that time to decide and kind of let the other offers come in. I don't think any offers, other offers did come in. The only other team who reportedly was going after him uh, that we saw recently was Buffalo And all those reports said that they were trying to kind of sell him on the idea of ring chasing. So that's probably like a one year, four mil five mil contract, probably heavy incentives, something like that, which seems like Hopkins never really seriously considered because those rumors never gained much traction. I think a report came out like right after that. He wasn't interested. So I think it was the Patriots and the Titans were the only two offers on the table. Um, I'd say we probably had a number below 26 million, and we just weren't willing to go over it and get into a bidding war with the Titans because if they gave him that contract and we had matched it, I'm sure that they would have gone up. 110%. I think that Bill was like, this is our number, and this is the offer we'll make, and if he doesn't take it, he doesn't take it because this is the money that I'm okay with giving him, and I'm not going to go up just because another team is a little more desperate And it's just going to spend all their money. Um, You know, whether that decision comes back to bite us, who knows? I think generally speaking, when you're talking about negotiating and trying to bring in free agents, it's a good position to have. But I would definitely be curious to know what our number was um, and just how much of a difference it was between Tennessee. I think it was a pretty big gap um, because there was a lot of reports that had come out around a week ago saying Tennessee made a much more aggressive offer and this was a very aggressive offer um but yeah I mean how do how do you feel Kev if if that is what it was and Bill Bell he's not worth the money do you think that our team is in a place where he should have felt a little bit more desperation and gone for it or do you think he kind of made the right move and you know stayed true to his principles
1: I don't think that D-Hop has lost any step in his game. I mean, he, he played a limited amount of games last season, and he had, like, 700 yards. He was on pace to have, like, average 1,400 yards and, like, seven touchdowns or something like that. He's still, like, top 10 on the league. So I think that it was a, a poor choice by Belichick not to be more aggressive because you're going to have a shit ton of salary cap next year. And you definitely, like, like I mentioned earlier, with the extensions, you could have easily paid D. I saw a tweet yesterday from James Stewart from the Sports Hub, which sometimes has accurate information, and like when he hears something, he'll post it. And he said that he heard that the Patriots were five or six million dollars off. So it doesn't surprise me. Bill probably offered him a two-year, twenty million-dollar contract with incentives to get up to twenty-five. And then that's yeah. kind of ridiculous. I don't know, like I don't know what the plan is because a report can—you can look at it in so many different directions, right? So, the report came out, and I don't know how accurate it is. But when you see something, you gotta, you know, you read it, and you don't know how much truth it is to it. But Ben Volen said that um, Bill Belichick close people in Belichick circle says that they're afraid that he's going to be on the hot seat or get fired if the Patriots don't make the playoffs. That came out. So you wouldn't want DeAndre Andrew Hopkins and have a certified number one wide receiver on your team that's going to make that room better and make your offense better? Or are you do you have Kraft's word and Kraft trusts you to do whatever you want to do and they're looking at this as like a rebuild and that next year and the year after that when they have so much money, they're just going to re- like reframe the whole team. So I really don't know. It sucks because your defense is going to be pretty good. You have an offensive coordinator that already played DeAndre Hopkins has already been coached by, even though the relationship wasn't the greatest, but they said they would get along and they'd figure it out. It just sucks because Hop on the pats would have been really nice. And paying him $13 million, you paid Nelson Aguilar $13 million. So it's a damn yeah. shame that you could not pay Dhop that money.
0: And maybe a deal like Nelson Aguilar is the reason that we didn't want to, you know, go out and give him this contract. Because that off season we signed Aguilar, that was the last time, You know, that's when we saw the Patriots go on that huge spending spree. And, you know, some good signings came out of that. Devon Godshaw has been solid, especially for the money we got him. Kendrick Bourne had a big first year. Hunter Henry has been pretty good. But at the same time, as you mentioned, you totally overpaid for Aguilar just for him to have two disappointing seasons and go to the Ravens for nothing. And then you paid so much money for Johnny Smith, had to eat a ton of that, had him basically serve as your backup tight end, and then you get a seventh round pick for him to just dump that and get off of it. So maybe with that in mind, um, you know, Belichick kind of was like, "I don't, you know, I don't know that it's a good idea to just like spend everything just because we can, because that's something that they did two years ago." Um, but whether it's whether it's part of our long term thinking, and you know, we think this is a rebuild, or Belichick thinks he might be out after this year. I don't really know. I, me personally, I think it just came down simply to us not wanting to get into a bidding war, knowing that if we upped our offer, it would maybe it wouldn't be the last time we had to. Um, which it sucks. I would have loved to see us get Hopkins. It's shrewd business, but at the end of the day, I can understand it.
1: We're just going to add Hopkins to the list. There's Odell. There's Julio. A B. There's, there's so many Yeah, but that was after. Was, so yeah. Hopkins just gets out of the list. It's just confusing, man. It's like, that maybe like, what do you think? Like maybe they think that Tyquan Thornton is going to really have like a good year too. And like, they didn't get to show his ability year one. Like they probably want that guy yeah. on the field more. Like there's got to be like, like Jusecki is going to be used more. Like it's going to be a two, like, like Jusecki is going to be way better than Johnny. So maybe like the direction that the offense is going in, like D hop, they were like, all right, great. Like, We'll take you for this number, but we're not going to over-pursue you because we like what we have in the room because it fits yes. off as a style. That's the only thing that I can think of. Like, great, if you want to come here and you want to help us win, that's fantastic. But I'm not I'm not desperately needing you because if I'm going to desperately need you, then I'm, the guys in that room are going to get pissed off. So maybe that was the logic behind it. Like, they did extend the Parker deal for three more years. Probably They only probably extended him because he was the only one last year that had opened up his mouth about how bad Patricia and Joe Judge were. And it was a solid deal. I mean, Parker's a good number two to have. Mm. Um, and probably if they think Juju can get on the field and run that offense pretty well. So who knows, man? Who really does? Yeah, I I
0: definitely think we're all right with what we have. And I liked you bringing up Taequann Thornton there because that was one guy that if we had brought Hopkins in, I was a little bit worried about, like, all right, you drafted this guy in the second round. He had a great, you know, preseason, offseason, whatever. Gets an injury, came back, showed promise. But, you know, he was still kind of buried down that depth chart because he's a rookie and, you know, didn't get to make his debut until week 9 or 10 or whatever it was. So knowing that you've spent a second-round pick on him, knowing he has this potential, clearly you think highly of the guy if you, you know, went up and took him that high. If we brought Hopkins in, you've got Parker, Juju, Hopkins, all in front of him, plus potentially Kendrick Bourne vying for some reps. It's very easy that he could have slid down to wide receiver five, and at that point his development probably would have been tanked. So I can understand, um, at least from that point of view, uh, kind of looking at our room, we replaced Jacoby with Juju. We have Parker, Thornton, Bourne, all healthy. We bring in Gasecki. I think our offense was... Um, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins was something we planned for going into this off season. Uh, he was on the trade block, but it doesn't seem like we really made any concrete efforts to trade for him. Unlike some other teams did. I think Kansas city tried to maybe Buffalo, some teams like that. Um, but then I think once he hit the market, it was, he's too good of a player for us to not have checked in on. But at the same time, we ultimately had that number and didn't take it. So Kev, where do you think the offense goes from here? We had talked about this a lot before when we were you know, discussing if Hopkins would come to the Patriots, our expectations with versus without DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, me personally, I think this team can make the playoffs. I think they have that kind of ceiling. But if I'm being honest, I don't expect it without DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: So one thing that I'm like thinking about, right, is that when the Hopkins news first came out and that he was cut and was free agent, the Patriots were going to be interested. He was going to be coming for a visit and whatnot. Ian Rappaport was very firm that he said that he did not think that the Patriots were done. He, they never felt like the Patriots were done with their off season, like their off season moves. And then Adam Schefter today had come out and said that he wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots, are looking at Dalvin cook and Dalvin cook is a guy that they want. And that it's a guy that can help your offense. Cause I mean, a one, two punch with Stevenson and Dalvin cook, it might cost less money. I don't know how much cook is going to demand. Um, but if that's the direction you go and you add a playmaker, I mean, that's going to help your offense get better. And I could see Bill O'Brien having those guys, both those guys on the field at the same time, because you don't have fullbacks anymore in your offense. And then obviously it just depends. But I mean, if, I don't think they're done because it doesn't seem like it. Like they want to add one more playmaker. And if you get Dalvin Cook, do you think that team makes the playoffs?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Dalvin Cook, it definitely improves our chances. I think a backfield duo of Stevenson and Cook would be very potent. And we've seen in the past how reliable our running backs can be in the passing game for Mac Jones, especially because, we all know he's not the, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes throwing 60 yard bombs every play. He doesn't have a crazy arm. So, you know, he does often use the running backs when he's in trouble. And that's why we saw Ramondre Stevenson just get a ridiculous amount of receptions last year. So I think having two guys that can handle that or potentially having them both on the field at the same time, Stevenson, Maybe is doing more pass protecting, and Cook is running a route or whatever that may be. I just think there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. It definitely does improve our team. Uh, I just think at the moment for Dalvin Cook, I think his market is nowhere near as robust as Hopkins. He's coming oh, off yeah. the position he plays is just way less valuable. You know that he, I mean, he could easily come out this year and just look nothing like Dalvin Cook and be terrible because that's what happens to running backs. They fall off quick, um, and I think if you're a team looking to sign him, you need to really ask yourself, how many productive years do you think you're going to get? Because while it's possible you don't get any, I don't i don't think he's just going to come out this year and suck, but I'd say it's very unlikely that you're going to get three more good seasons of Dalvin Cook. Like, yeah, it depends two, on the cl- – It exactly would surprise the- me. I'd say you're probably getting, like, if we signed him to a two-year deal, I would say you're probably getting one productive year. One, like, actual, like, Dalvin Cook year.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at, I'm just, like, tracking really quick. So, he's going to be 28. He did play a full season and last season. So, even if he was yeah. hurt, like, he still he, stayed on the he, field. Uh, he tore
0: his labrum, and he got surgery after the season, I'm pretty
1: sure. Okay, so, I mean, like, he has had over 1100 yards the last four seasons in his receiving yards he's not really uh I mean he just seems like a versatile guy so I feel like why not like what if you mm-hmm. gave him like a like a two like 15 do you think that's something that he would he would do because he's really not much of I a, think he would I don't think he'd do that
0: to be honest I don't I can't I don't think we'd offer him that
1: they would have to do an incentive-based deal, though. Yeah, for sure. But I, That's the only I way. I can't see us going
0: above 210 as far as guarantees with Dalvin Cook. Like well, the running back market's crazy. To, it is, because he's a free agent. Zeke is a free agent. And then just today, you had uh, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard all weren't able to reach extensions by the deadline. They're all on the franchise tag. They all aren't particularly happy about it. It looks like Saquon Barkley now is going to hold out a training camp. So we'll see what happens with that. But there's tons of good running backs if a team wants one. And that is a big problem for Dalvin Cook because I think he's come out asking for a lot of money and thinking that, you know, he'd be a sought after free agent because he is a very good player. And, you know, there's a lot of teams around the NFL that want to add, you know, some offense and some playmakers. But, I think a lot of teams, a lot of the contending teams are fine with what they have in their backfields, and they know that they could probably get Zeke for nothing, that if they really wanted to make a big swing, they could try to trade for Saquon. So, I don't know. I, I just don't think it any it serves any team at this moment to pay a ton for Dalvin Cook. I would say the most likely one at this time, I think, is the Jets.
1: But Who the guys, Jets can't anymore. Why is that? Because they had just did an extension with Quinn and Williams. They just oh, paid them. Oh, dude, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, they
1: just, they just paid Quinn and Williams, so they can't pay for him anymore. And I don't know yeah. if he wants to go to Miami. The odds for Dalvin Cook, the Patriots yeah, now, think, plus I 150. Think,
0: I think Miami made him an offer, but it just wasn't a big one. because An interesting the same, thing. Same thing with them. They have good running backs, too, and they don't necessarily need Dalvin Cook.
1: To go along what you were saying, because as you just brought up that Barkley, Jacobs, and Pollard, um, they couldn't reach a deal where contracts off that franchise tag. Um, the last time a running back signed a long-term contract worth ten ten million dollars or more Chubb. was Nick Chubb in two thousand twenty-one. So people like you, like you were saying, no one wants to pay a running back. You draft and then you develop a running back. That contract ends up, and you usually are out. Like Zeke is probably going to go back to the Cowboys because of the Pollard news. I wouldn't be surprised there. They're probably going to pay him, what, $2 million? So, like, maybe. Like, I would do Cook, like, two years, $8 million. And then give him up to, like, he can incentive-based, get up to, like, 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, make it worth it in that regard. And if you have that playmaker there, like, Dalvin Cook last year was still really good. Like, Top, would say what top ten automatically, right? I wouldn't put him in the top five conversation. I would, yeah, I
0: would keep him in the top ten. Just the problem, the top- as I said before, is like with a running back, you don't don't know what you're going to get year to year, and Dalvin Cook knows that too. So he's also in a position where it would, I mean, it would make no sense for him to sign a prove it deal because if he signs a one year five million dollar deal with us or whatever it may be, and has a great season he would still come into free agency next year and people would still be like, Oh, well now he's 29. Like how much does he have left? So I think he's trying to get a long-term big money deal. And there's just nobody prepared to offer him that.
1: But that's just the position by itself though, which is absolutely crazy. Yes. So next year, right. What do we think Ramondre Stevenson's going to get? Because Ramondre Stevenson's contracts up.
0: Um, I don't know. I can't lie to you, dude. I'm, I'm a little worried that we just like let him go.
1: They're not going to let him. There's no way they let him I don't they think that will go. either because I think he's that one guy that he's got a more year like...
0: on his, uh, on his uh, contract after this year. But uh, Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see us extend him before then. I'd be fine with keeping him around and I don't think he'd command like top, top tier money right now. I don't think it would be a bad idea to extend him this offseason, but Regardless, um, yeah, our, our thing in the past few years, going back to, like, Sony Michelle, Damian Harris, is we draft a running back pretty much every other year, and then, you know, you give a guy two years as your starter, three years, and you just let him go. And it sucks, but I don't know. it's It's worked out for us thus far. You're just in a situation now where you've ended up with a really good running back is he good enough that you just commit to him long-term or do you stick with this strategy that's been working for you? I do agree. I, I think we're going to keep him, but I, it wouldn't shock me if we let him go.
1: Because I would I, cry. Could,
0: I would hate it, but I could see Bill Belichick just being like, oh, well, I'm this is what I've been doing for, for the past few years, and it's been working. Because I can remember us having a conversation. It was right after we let Sony Michelle go, traded him to the Rams, had two years left, and we had just drafted Ramondre Stevenson, or we're just about to draft Ramondre Stevenson, and at that point, I love Damian Harris. He's one of my favorite players on the team. He had had a great season for us the year before. He had another great season for us the next year, but when I looked at it, I was like, I know exactly what we're, like, I know what we're doing. We're going to let him go because he's going to be 26 at the end of this contract, and he's just not going to be worth giving big money to. Ramondre Stevenson is going to be 27 at the end of his if we let him hit free agency, if he plays out these next two years on cheap money, which we would be fine with, and we don't extend him, I can't see us bringing him back as a free agent.
1: I think the smartest oh, thing they could do is just that. sign him. I just say sign him now. I, I would, give him a little bit of extension now. I would give him, an I'd, now. I'd give him yeah, like you said. I forgot. I don't know why I was thinking that it was next year that it was up. But that's the um, Onwenu and um, mm-hmm. the Duggar class and the Ushes that are up. Yeah. But. I think Stevenson's a little different, though, because other than Sonny Michel, the only reason why Sonny Michel played week one was because he was a first-round pick. So you're not getting the red-shirted year. But Stevenson Mm -hmm. was the only one that, like, earned his way on that field. Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris didn't have a choice because Stevenson was banged up. Damian Harris, there's also a difference between Stevenson and Harris. Harris is injury-prone. We saw that the last couple of years, which kind of sucked. Um, but Stevenson right away, like that preseason game versus Washington, that 90 was a 90-yard touchdown run. Yeah, and, and then he was
0: able to, if I'm not mistaken, his first game he fumbled against the Dolphins, right? Got it,
1: wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a fumble, though. That was bullshit call. But it was – he was down.
0: It happened. And you know got, I, know. I remember that he was inactive the next week. And then I think it was week four, once J.J. Taylor, he came in against the Bucs for one play and fumbled pretty much. He yep. got the ball once and fumbled. But uh once that happened, he got his chance again and he just never looked back. So I I do agree that he was able he is different because he actually worked his way into that role whereas Harris got the redshirt year and Sony was only in there cuz he was a first round pick, but yeah, I mean, I I'd have no problem with extending him now or after next year. Um I don't think it's smart to give a running back like crazy money. Like I wouldn't like to see see him necessarily get one of those McCaffrey or contracts, or what Zeke had signed with Dallas before they cut him, things like that. But if we could work something out now where it can be decent value for us and he gets a raise to we tax some extra years on, I'd love that. I just think we're gonna be Bill Belichick will look at this and he'll say, All right, well, he's still good, I can get him for cheap for two more years, and then I can let him go when he's 27. Which at that point he'll be out of his prime, anyways, as a running back. That's do we the only think
1: thing that you concerned about? Do we think that it's going to be Bill Belichick or do we think that it's going to be Gerard Mayo? Because who knows if Bill Belichick, be I I Belichick? I don't think Belichick will I be
0: there when his
1: contract is up. I don't think so either. And that's like something too. Like, you they, Pat's going to make the playoffs this year? Belichick's going to want to make those decisions. Yeah, um, but that we do have a we do have a shit ton of cap for the next two years. Um, So that's why overall this Hopkins thing is disappointing. And that's why it's kind of like, fuck it. Like you might as well try to get Dalvin Cook and like go at least give him something, right? Even like a one-year deal, like, fuck it. Like get a playmaker on the field and like help your team, like help your quarterback that is on a, a rookie deal, which I don't understand. Like that's the thing that bothers me is you got your quarterback and your running back are on rookie deals. And you blew up a couple – like we mentioned Nelson Aguilar, the contract sucked. John knew that sucked. Godshaw was all right. He got the extension. But, like, now you don't have – you're not paying a elite cornerback money. Like, where – like, the most highest-paid player we have is Matthew Judon. And then I couldn't even tell you who is next.
0: For what? Highest-paid
1: – Yeah, I couldn't – yeah, I couldn't even tell you who's after. Is it Hunter Henry? Is it Judon and then Henry, right? And then
0: – It could be. Or is it uh... – Juju's no Juju's not making more than happy.
1: Juju's at like eight, so yeah, I couldn't even tell ha- you we don't have any like huge
0: contracts,
1: we just have right. a bunch of like decent average, decently average contracts. Yeah, so, Dude, they, they're gonna do something.
0: I agree because you also, and it was a big thing that I was harping on when we were talking about getting Hopkins. This is a huge year for Mac Jones, and I think the smartest thing to do. In order to figure out if he's, you know, the future of your team or not, surround him with weapons now,
1: because That's he's right. be, it's so going to be your dude. quarterback
0: this year either way. Surround him with weapons now, see what he can do with the best you got, and if he's still disappointing or you make clefs or whatever, then That's you know. But fine, right? Exactly. Play out this season right now. We could miss the playoffs. But he could have a couple good games, and we could go, oh, well, you know, we might just need, you know, another pass catcher for him, whatever. At this point, his rookie deal's running out. To make that decision to stick with him, I mean, what kind of money is he going to get? I mean, he's going to get at least like $35 million a year.
1: Daniel Jones. Cool. Is gonna... You think Mac's going to get $35 million a year? Yep. I, that's a toughie. I, I mean, at the Dude, point where right he now. will.
0: I, I don't think right he's worth is... that right now, for sure. And I don't even think he'll necessarily be worth it when he signs. But the market for QBs is so crazy. I, when Daniel Jones came out, those rumors came out about Daniel Jones wanting $40 million, everyone laughed. Like, everybody was like, are you kidding me? Daniel Jones for $40 million because he wanted wanted fifty. Wild card game. Yeah, or 50 whatever it was. Everyone was like, that's insane. There's no way he gets that. And he got it.
1: So no, he so know. he wanted fifty, he got forty, and that's still, still no matter what you're saying. Though it's a lot. It's the cap is also Daniels. only going to go up between now and then.
0: Like Mac, the he just his extension next offseason, right? Or we um, have the, we have the fifth year option, so not necessarily. But
1: I don't know, Max. It seems like if Belichick is going to stay, like say, like Belichick's here for another couple of years, because. He wants to chase Shula. They are a playoff team, whatnot. Mac has a solid year. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get Mac to do the, the Brady 25 mil. Like, here you go. Like you take less money. Yeah. I'll get you the guys that you want. But it's at the same time, it's like, bro, like you could have done that when I was making $4 million. Yeah. So it's like, what are you like, what are you doing to me? But like, I don't maybe just the Giseki move is like a move, like they are counting Josecki as a wide receiver, so I feel like their yeah. urge for the Hopkins. I but just, it'd be nice if we had one more I guy. I just
0: don't like that there's a very likely scenario where we get out of this season and we're at the same spot we are right now where we're not sure if Mac is our guy. And three years in that's something you
1: should know. I think that they have a feeling that he's going to be the guy. I think they do like him a lot, dude. Like Kraft, yeah. is, Kraft I think has Kraft and, him. Yeah, and if that owner loves the quarterback, the owner's going to have the say over the coach. I don't think that Kraft was big. On, I think the issue, right, is that even going back a couple of years ago, Kraft I don't think wanted Cam Newton. Kraft wasn't no, all I, big on yeah. Newton. And then when they re-signed him – They drafted a quarterback in the first round, so Kraft was like, this is not the guy, even though Bill loved Cam. Bill is a Cam guy, but Kraft wasn't. And now Kraft is going to – I mean, sorry, Mac is going to Kraft's um, beach house and all that shit. You saw the picture with him and Brady and Devin McCordy, which is legendary. It just seems like Mac is, in Kraft's eyes, the guy. And Kraft, the last couple years has – especially this past season, and after they lost to Buffalo – He said that he wants to see the team win a playoff game, but the quarterback is in good hands. Like, the quarterback is good. It's the rest of the roster that needs to be figured out and they have to hit in the draft. Mm -hmm. So it seems like Mac Jones might be around here for a while, and I think Robert Kraft, if he likes Mac Jones, might get Mac to do the Brady $25 million years and Kraft will take care of him on the side. Because you know Brady got taken care of by Kraft. So that kind of seems like the direction that – they're going to go in, I think they're going to ride Mac for another couple of years. I think you'll see Mac sign a four-year, like four-year, $80 million contract. Yeah. And then I can see that being a reasonable thing. And then you will your rest of your money to play around with. Because I think next year we're back at like, what, $124 million in cap space or something like that? Even I think it's even way more than that.
0: Yeah, which we'll see what that number works down to once we extend Uche, Duggar, and Wenu. Does Uche
1: get get the extension now that we're kind of, you know, we're kind of at that that point right now that it's like training camps coming up. We kind of talked about the basics, so we can kind of take a little bit of a deep dive. you got Uche, you got Unwenu, and you got Duggar. Unwenu is going to probably, I hope they don't let Unwenu walk, but it seems like a move they would do.
0: Yes, I agree. And then we, we just seem like
1: we've always undervalued him. The Which Patriots I, are going to have $97 million dollars in cap space going into next offseason. Wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, on when do I agree that of the three, I'd say he's least likely to get extended, most likely to leave? Because just for whatever reason, he always feels like he's kind of been undervalued with us. He had a great rookie year, then basically didn't play his second mm-hmm. year. He's played, you know, he's moved around a lot where he was a starting right tackle. Now he's going back to his normal position of guard. Um, I think he's, I mean, he's a very, he can be your starting right guard or starting right tackle and do a great job of it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to keep a guy like that, but I would say without a doubt, he's the most likely to leave. Then I would say Uche, just because I think there is absolutely no way we let Kyle Duggar leave. Oh, no, Duggar is a guaranteed Patriot for life, I would say. There's no way we let Duggar leave. I will mention that if he did, out again, out of those three, he's the one who would have the most ready replacement. Because you would go, oh, okay, Marte, now it's Marte Mapu. Whereas with Uche, there's not necessarily a edge rusher on our team because Keon White's more of a defensive end. He's not really like an outside linebacker. So there's not really a guy that I would peg to just like take right over for Uche. I'd actually say it's the other way around. I would say Uche is Judon's replacement, and that's why we need to keep him because Judon's uh, – he's going to be 31 this season. Uh, so that's kind of how I would put it. I would say Duggar most likely, then Uche, then Wenu. But Duggar definitely is the guy who has the most ready replacement right now because I don't see one for Uche or Unwenu at the moment.
1: I agree. And I'm just like looking back, right? I think I agree with you on 10% Duggar will be a Patriot for life. I don't see him ever leaving. I just think that he fits the Patriots mentality. He likes that style. It fits him well. It's a great fit. And then I was just looking through. So 2024, right? Our highest cap hit is Judon at 16 million. We will have 52 players on the active roster apparently in 2024. And then the next is Jonathan Jones at 12. And then... Basically, you have an eleven and ten for Godshow and Juju, which is insane. That Show is going to make eleven million dollars, almost twelve million dollars, which is insane to me. I don't think he's worth that much money, but yeah, you but know. you couldn't give that to Hopkins. We, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, what he's the get, fuck are he's we doing? Thirteen, yeah. What are we doing? But like, God is getting eleven. After no, that. I know that's... Again,
0: going back to that, I. I just think without a doubt we knew if we match Tennessee, Tennessee was gonna go up again. And I think that I like I know we kinda went off the Hopkins thing, but it's just I think we looked at that contract and we were like, That's a little too much, but we know he's a great player. But once they go up again, it's gonna like it's gonna be nuts if we wanna get up.
1: Dude, God shows cap at this year is ten five.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, it's a different thing, too, because he's been with the team a couple of years, so you don't know what kind of relationship he has with Bill or anybody else. He could just be, like, Bill's guy. But, That's yeah, crazy. I, I mean, definitely on paper, I don't look at Davon Godshaw and say that he that much. I mean, I will say he's a, good, he's a good defensive tackle. Like, he's good at what he does. He's a good nose tackle. He's a good run defender. That's what we got him for, but those guys don't necessarily command that much money.
1: So it looks it looks like that we're going to be entering a rebuild. And look, this apparently seems like this is a Bill Belichick rebuild, and we're going to do another rebuild under Bill. And maybe Kraft trusts him and says, all right, bud, here you go. Like, I'll give you one more chance for a rebuild. And then, like, will Mac Jones be a part of it? Will Stevenson? It's interesting. Well, how about and, this?
0: Just to give you another option here, what if this isn't a Bill Belichick rebuild? And what if It's I know that Gerard Mayo is kind of my head coach in waiting as much as I would like to go out and get Hopkins and cook and load this team up this year and try to have one more run of the Super Bowl. I don't want to fuck him over when I when I hand him the keys because we have all this cap space. As you mentioned, this could be Bill Belichick knowing, hey, I've been the coach here and I've been running everything for almost 25 years. It's going to be really, really hard for someone to replace me. And if that is Gerard Mayo, that's a guy he drafted, coached, brought in for his first head coaching job. Like, if that does end up being his replacement, that's not just like a random guy. Like, Bill Belichick does care about him and will want to see him succeed. So, could this potentially be Bill, you know, looking at the future where we have all this cap space? I'd love to dip into that now, but I would rather. Gerard Mayo comes in and just has all the tools he needs to build a successful
1: team. You're probably, That's probably hundred percent spot on because I know Belichick has said one thing is that he would never leave the team in a disaster because he's seen so many people do it. And like Bill Parcells is famous for that. I think that's one thing that Belichick will never do is will never leave the place a shithole. So that makes a lot of sense. Give Mayo at least a steady, Start, but I think Belichick yeah. will be there to help Mayo too. If that is the case, if Mayo is going to be the head yes. coach, like, I don't I, think Belichick I think it's can very, be the GM.
0: I think it's very likely that Belichick uh, becomes only the GM next season. that I, well, is well, I last think he's going to hit head
1: coach. I think well, he's going to hit Shula first. That's the thing that's tough. That is, is true. There, so maybe it's gonna, two, but three. It, oh, yeah. it might be three.
0: I can't. I really can't see him being our head coach for three more years. I just, might, I don't know. I don't maybe, get that vibe at all. But
1: maybe this is, maybe we're on to something now. Maybe like Bill, it is a rebuild, and but like this is the rebuild, right? And the next year, you go out and you fucking spend. Bill will get the Shula. Bill will have the contract, making a point that is Mayo winnable. And then you give Mayo a good team, and Bill will stay behind the scenes. This is maybe this that's is also, why they didn't get D.
0: Because the Shula thing always comes up when you're talking about Bill Belichick's future. And I say this every time. It's just always been my opinion. I honestly don't think Bill Belichick cares as much as other people do. Like I Crowell think a cares. lot of people, I, I, I mean, probably, but I think a lot of people look at it. It is a great record. I'm sure Bill would love to pass him. And he is so close. But honestly, I think that he looks at it and he's like, all right, well, I have... I mean, if you count as a coordinator, what does he have, 10 Super Bowls? Um, Nine Super Bowls, something like that? I think it's eight. Yeah, so he's like, I have the most Super Bowls ever as a head coach. I got a couple more as a coordinator. Like, I'm fine. My legacy is good. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm the – like, as of right now, I think most people would view him as the best coach of all time. I don't think there's a single person out there that would go – don shula has more wins so he's the better coach and i think bill knows that and he knows that it's kind of like these you know like the yards record and the touchdown record and stuff like that with brady where they're great records to have and it definitely shows you're a good player and they're important and all that but at the end of the day the fact that you have the most super bowls is gonna just cement you
1: forever but here's the thing, though, that's a problem. And I know this is irking the shit out of Bill. And it pisses me off because I, this is, it's the stupidest thing of all time. And I don't understand how people that actually watch the sport can actually really debate it. But it's the Belichick and Brady debate. I yeah. think Belichick needs – I, I don't think he needs to win without Brady because I don't know why that debate is such a thing. And people are like, oh, Bill Belichick's record sucks without Tom Brady. And it's like, okay, because he didn't have the good quarterback. And it's a lot harder for a quarterback to go to a team that already has a good roster in win than that it is for a, is, coach a head to coach to lose a the team. quarterback yeah. and win with, a, like, a different quarterback. And it's, like, people are like, oh, Andy Reid. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Andy Reid got Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, he didn't win with Alex Smith. And I'm like, I don't even think – he didn't even win with fucking Donovan McNabb. Like, yeah. they – they made it like they were in the Super Bowl, but he never won. He just won his first Super Bowl with Mahomes, so it's like yeah. the, the debate is crazy. He got fired maybe, in Philly, yeah, and it's like it's that whole thing is crazy to me. Like Andy Reid had good teams. I'm not like he's a great head coach, but he hasn't won unless he had Mahomes. So how could you really be like? It's just the whole thing is crazy to me. But I know deep down. That the and like Bill's mindset is he wants to win one without Brady, and I, I think, think that I want that for important. him too. I think though. that's way more important to him than the wins record like
0: 110%. I think um, there's
1: a quarterback before I don't. The, my last thing on the whole thing, right, is I think there's a quarterback that Bill wants. And I think that he has an idea of who to target for his next guy, but he'll need crafts approval. I just gotta say that because right. there's got to be someone that Bill thinks he can win with, and he's eyeing. And it's not. I do know. Do you it's think? Not
0: do you think that someone is like a guy in the NFL right now, or someone that we I would don't draft?
1: If I don't know. Does. It's a. It's. A, I. I would say it's someone that's in the NFL right now. But I mean, because honestly, if you wanted like the Caleb Williams. Then honestly, fuck it, dude. Trade as many. If you really want the guy, trade as many picks to get number one. I could like, see. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. So that's why I'm saying you'd have to have you a know terrible year. You I could year. honestly see us
0: doing? Or I could What's see not? Bill Belichick liking if they have. I don't know how I'd feel about this. There'd be a ton of moving pieces. But I'm sure you remember all the rumors when Russ was going to leave Seattle. All the people saying the patch should go for him. I think if Denver has another bad year, it's pretty likely that they could move on from him and just try to get some of the assets back they spent on him, and I think that's something that would interest Bill Belichick.
1: But, I think that if we got Russell Wilson, I would sell my season tickets and I'd probably get rid of all my jerseys <laughs> and I probably I probably would be a Bengals fan because Russ is... He was Wilson. so...
0: He was so bad last year. I... like. His I just can't I don't yeah, exactly. Mr. And Ciara, Ciara would be what would get on my nerves the most, I think, cuz mm-hmm. I have a buddy that's a Seahawks fan and that's been the biggest thing for him is he was just like you have no idea when it's like your quarterback is nixing trades and like deciding based on like what city his wife wants to go to or maybe he's not going to sign this contract cuz his wife wants to go move to New York and have him play for the Giants like things like that but I don't know. I I just – that seems like a Bill Belichick move to me. And I, it doesn't make a ton of sense because he's spent so bad in Denver. And, of course, we'll have to see what he does this season. Um, but I don't know, dude. I just – if tough. there was someone in the NFL – because I don't think it's Jimmy. As, as much as that connection is there, I, I don't think Bill would actually bring him back thinking we're going to, like, win a Super Bowl with him after – you know, all these years, I, I don't know. I think Russell Wilson is a guy who could move next year and I could see us doing something like that. I agree. Yeah. Hate it. I would hate it, but it just came to mind for me. And yeah. The
1: one guy that I thought would be, it would be Lamar, which I thought originally, yeah, and that's why I was, I would have like, loved was, that too. I thought Lamar was, you know, Bill had like, I never heard Bill when he got asked about Lamar. And he was, like, when they asked him how good he thought Lamar was, he said, like, well, look what his next contract's going to be. Like, that shows yeah. the type of guy he is. I don't know how many guys in the league that Bill has, like, a uh, aspiration for, but, like, I don't see Russell. I never even heard that the Patriots should go get Russell Wilson.
0: I don't know. It just, like, came to mind. I just could It's not even something I want to have. Like, oh, well... It's just something I could
1: see. My stomach is going to be turned for the rest of the day. Just <laughs> thinking about that now. like planted that in your mind. Would you rather Russell Wilson or Mac Jones?
0: Mac Jones. Because okay. Mac will be cheaper contract-wise. Um, and then I I really can't stand Russell Wilson. I, so, it, it going back to this it. Season, but at this moment right now, Mac Jones.
1: So, Russell Wilson apparently, I just searched it because I was curious. He did not want to go to the Patriots.
0: All right. Well, there you go. He's so going to be so cross him off the thirty-two,
1: the two thousand. So he's going to be thirty-four. So he would only go to the Bears, Cowboys, Raiders, and Saints. Hmm. So that crosses. Well, that was world. also
0: that was also the, like I mean, in all fairness, like that was then, like that was when he was leaving Seattle and still had a lot, like was very sought after. If Denver is trading him after this year, that is not going to be the case.
1: I think Russell Wilson gets benched by week seven.
0: It could happen. I don't I know. think.
1: I think that'll happen. I honestly. <laughs> back up Jared Stidham. Ah, uh, yeah, Stiddy might be. Stiddy hasn't. Uh, hey, maybe
0: Stidham comes back next year.
1: I, I personally maybe I had don't the mean, wrong Broncos QB. Maybe Stidham's not that bad though, guy. He's, he's really not. He's not.
0: He's eat. yeah. He's not. I would have actually loved to see him get that 2020. Over
1: Cam? Dude, like, Cam. why? Even though I think the reason why they didn't was I think Belichick probably, and if I had to take an educated guess, right, I think Belichick just had respect for the dude who was like, sorry, man, I'm not going to put you out there when Demir Byrd is a wide receiver one yeah. and your tight end is Ryan Izzo. Like, I don't want to see you go down like this. And then McDaniels got to do the experiment and he had four touchdown passes in the game, like the first game versus yeah. the 49ers defense. But, that's a tough thing. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want Stidham as the future, though. But I, did. No, Belichick definitely, definitely got a Belichick definitely got an has an eye out for one guy. It's either Mac or it's going to be you're going to have to pay a quarterback a shit. Ton if of it money. is,
0: if it is the draft, because Kev, I know that I'm a little more tuned into that stuff than you, obviously. Caleb, Caleb Williams. I mean, Caleb Williams is amazing. I'd love Caleb Williams, but I would say brush up on some drake may highlights too because he is not a bad option at all there
1: is there is one guy in this upcoming draft that i would do anything for and williams and
0: or is it marvin harrison
1: it's marvin harrison jr dude it's oh my god i'm a receiver. my position he's gonna gonna be an arizona cardinal though you think you think who's gonna draft first Oh well, dude, uh, well, I think
0: Kyler's going to miss this whole year, right? So they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, and they're not going to draft a quarterback. So they're probably no, Kyler's. Gonna... I think they're going to go away from Kyler. I don't. I because I think that they'll have the oppor. They'll have like a top three pick, and they will probably have the opportunity to trade
1: back and still. They're going to have the number one. And they're they're going to have, have the, the number one. Pick. They have
0: the Texans pick uh, this coming year too. Because of that trade, the Williams. They trade. could
1: they could do the Williams and Harrison because they're gonna have the number yes. one pick, the Cardinals. The Cardinals I don't think the they would take the board. quarterback.
0: I think that they would be like, We have they already extended Kyler, like that's so tough to move off him. Of. I think that they would see the opportunity to draft a stud receiver, and then you just go best player available probably on defense. And that's an entirely different team that Kyler's walking into. Yeah.
1: That one's tough. I see Arizona. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm just not a Kyler Murray guy. I like. uh, I know you do. You think he's a top ten quarterback when he's not? No, no, I don't think he's a top ten quarterback anymore. I. You know who would be? You know who would have been a guy that I can't believe I'm going to say this. And if Adam was on the podcast, he would probably like he'd slam me for this one. But I didn't. Never thought it up until now. Would be like Jared Goff, dude. Like Jared Goff is. A pretty good quarterback pretty he, fits your, he fits your system and it's like that's a guy that you can easily that could probably take you deep into the playoffs because he's not going to turn the ball over yeah like, i don't know I mean, what, about kirk Co- what about what about kirk cousins what about kirk cousins nah,
0: i hate kirk, cousins. <laughs> kirk cousins, just Literally, dude, you, you should know this my when i was making all those articles every week about why we shouldn't draft Mac Jones, my entire thesis was that he's Kirk Cousins. I least. mean, have you
1: seen? Have you seen that meme? That it's like yeah. the Kirk Cousins meme. It's like this is a what is it? Like a, I, feel, I, feel bad. It was like a, it was a Mac Jones was the white Kirk Cousins. I heard Ryan Tannehill was it like was, the slow Kirk Cousins.
0: Dak Prescott was the black Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's that
1: so yeah. funny. That that video is so funny. We went completely off. Yeah, we went on a crazy thing.
0: tangent there, but.
1: We did. We got, you know. We don't. We're kind of at a dead spot. We got training camp next week, which is nice. We're gonna. You're gonna mm-hmm. see some. Um, you're gonna see how camp is going. Um, I will not be back until three days before the um, the first preseason game. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. to see that when I come back. I'm going on a little hiatus. So hopefully, you know the camp battles are good. Hopefully, Mac Jones looks really good. The defense is probably going to light up of that offense. Um, hopefully you get to see guys like uh, Demario Douglas, um, you know, do good. Trent Brown, hopefully he comes in shape. That's a guy that you need to step up and buy into your team because if that man's not buying in and he can't stay on the field, then your offense is going to collapse right away. Um, Maybe they'll have Dalvin Cook by that time. Maybe um, One thing I was going to bring up to you, too, is do you think – I know I saw this earlier, and it's not – it's dumb now at this point, but something that could be worth – Taking one last flyer on is do you think there's any chance that the Patriots try to just sign Julio Jones and see if there's anything left no. in the tank? No, just as a veteran present. But if there's, there's an injury, there, it, like the injury with the injuries, not I'm not saying like the, the star of Julio, like I'm not expecting like oh my god, like pass their playoff team with Julio Jones, but like for injuries, death, because you do have concerns there, like you, I, why, I'd say fuck it, why not? I think he's no, like 34 years I, old, 34, think, 35. Uh,
0: what you have to consider with that though is he's thirty-five, and his last few years haven't been great. He's obviously a big name too. One, he's got he would be a huge distraction in training camp because everybody would have attention on him.
1: I don't think so nice, anymore, like, though. No, I don't think he has not so much defense. anymore. But he'd still no. be a big distraction. And I, I think don't if, think so. I don't. I, I think, think that Starum is off of him now. I mean, he played with Brady he still and it didn't really James, work. No, I I know, but it's kinda like dude, it's like it wasn't a big Kev, deal you know,
0: court. you know if he came to New England with what be, we have in front of him,
1: people would be clamoring for him to play more. The fans no, would. No. The fans would, not the media. I think the fans would be the like but a lot of the, the media would so. Partly I don't think, guys I don't in the think media so. I don't, I, I don't think I don't think um, so. I don't think he has that that it factor anymore. Like we both know he's he's Probably do for what max if he played 200 yards like 250 300. Yeah. Like, he ain't heading over a four.
0: I just think if we bring him in, we know that it push it like it would have the potential to push guys like Demario Douglas or Keyshawn Butte. But like getting
1: off, anyways. We're not, yeah, he might, money, but like, Ed
0: Lee, like, I it's he should be just probably like a practice squad guy, but like, Ed Lee's looked good in camp, like, you kind of. I think that with a position like wide receiver, especially the Patriots kind of like to have an open spot and let a couple guys fight it out, and then that's how you get a guy like a Jacoby Myers on your team. Um, if you sign Julio, you pro- like you probably eliminate that, and I don't yeah. think that's worth doing because he, I like, I think I'd rather at this point, if you're looking at like long term, I think you'd rather keep like a Demario Douglas than sign Julio. Because I think Julio is just about done.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying...
0: Was, I could see him retire... Like, if he retired tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: No, but, I mean, just for the camp presence, like, a body. Because, yeah. like, you've got, you've got... I mean, think about it. Look at it like this, right? Like, Juju might is probably going to not start train training camp. He'll probably be on the PUP. Yeah, he's hurt. Then everyone's gonna, hurt. And everyone's going to say that's a concern. Thornton's going to start on PUP. That's not a great look. So, then you're, struggling, you're with those guys. And Barth did say on the last podcast that... um Ed Lee has actually stood out, and I haven't heard that one at all, but apparently mm-hmm. Ed Lee has looked pretty good. So, you know, that. Bat- I love the wide receiver battle. I'm excited to see what Zappy will look like just to see because Zappi's been grinding. I'm obviously not. There's no quarterback competition, but it's always good to see what zappy has got, and then, yeah. you know, the defense all set. So training camp starts next week. Was it the 25th it starts? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, well, the rookies report the twenty first, and then I think the um, twenty fifth is when it starts, and then you'll have a pretty good grasp of how mm-hmm. it's going. At least we know that's going to be a lot better than last season. Um, and then we're two weeks away from um, preseason football, so we're almost there. And we yeah. um. You know that little break was nice because we just went on a tangent for the exactly. future of the team about and a ton of stuff. Right. So I mean, we're at a pretty good spot right now. Football's pretty close and uh, I'll let yeah, you wrap I mean, this thing up. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, you know, definitely went off the rails a little bit there, but there wasn't a ton of new news to talk about. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out some of our previous episodes. As Kev mentioned there, we're gonna be or at least I'm going to be back soon to break down some training camp stuff. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And uh, thank you guys for listening.